Hello, you brilliant humans. I hope you're having a lovely day wherever you are in the world. I hope you kick some goals, whether it be going for a run or baking some bread. Both are excellent achievements. Well done. I'm Nina Young, the bedroom podcaster who actually tried that Dalgonia coffee trend. You know, the one where you whip it up and it's been everywhere. Spoiler alert, guys, it is disgusting. It was really, really gross. So save yourself time on that one. I've got a very special treat for you today. I'm joined by therapist, presenter and author Leanne Hall to talk about why mindfulness equals success. Hi, Leanne. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. So we want to talk a little bit today about mindfulness. Maybe we can just start by, can you tell me a bit about what mindfulness is? Yeah, sure. Look, mindfulness is, is is one way that we can relax, but what it actually is is focused attention. So many people equate mindfulness with meditation, and it is a type of meditation, but more than that, it's about focusing your attention on something that's in the moment. So you might focus on your breathing, you might focus on, on, on walking, whatever activity you're doing, you focus on that and you observe your thoughts without judgment. So you basically just sit in a state of, of awareness um, and you let all that kind of judgment and all the day-to-day stress kind of seep away. So it's a skill that, that takes hard work and, and practice. So could you give me some examples maybe in a normal day of where mindfulness could actually help you? Yeah, sure. Look, I think probably um, we're all busy. So I think the idea of actually sitting in a, in a room for, for 20 minutes doing nothing might sound nice, but it's often not what we can do. So I think eating is, is a great way to practice mindfulness. Um, it's great to practice mindfulness as you're drifting off to sleep. So you focus on your breathing, um, you know, as you go to bed. Walking, if you're walking the dog, that's another great way to, to practice mindfulness where you're looking at the, your surroundings and you're feeling your legs move and you're in the moment. So anything that requires you to actually do something physical um, is, is a good way to actually practice mindfulness. You're actually attaching to the activity and what you're doing. So what are some of the bad lifestyle habits that we've gotten into um, that could be having a negative effect on our mental health and how could mindfulness help there? I think one, I guess in my experience, one of the things that I see are uh, we tend to kind of stick in automatic pilot too much and I think we have to sometimes you know I think the old thing of getting in the car and back when you used to have to pay your tolls many many years ago you'd get to a destination and I'd think did I even pay my tolls because you're not actually focusing on what you're doing so we're so in our head we're so thinking 10 steps ahead and what we're going to do tomorrow what we're going to cook for dinner that we've, we've we've lost the ability to actually connect with the moment and what that does is contribute to increasing levels of stress um, and even distress and depression so what mindfulness does is it breaks that habit and creates opportunities where we can actually be in the moment um, and learn to, to, to relax and stop getting stuck in our head and, and the what ifs and, and, and the future scenarios and the past scenarios. It's just not helpful. Yeah, I think we've all kind of realised that a little bit um, recently with this whole isolation and being forced to slow down. I think it's really given us an insight into how fast things were going before and how much stress we were all under. So it's kind of the perfect time for us to get into this habit of mindfulness and, and hold on to that slowed down pace as we go forward. Oh, absolutely. And I think one of the things that, that, that has happened too is we've had to get used to being bored again. Um, and that's a skill that I think we've lost too. So boredom means that we kind of get forced to actually reflect and turn inward a little bit. And I think understanding and, and recognising the need for self-care and the need to actually slow down the benefits attached to that 
um, I think we're all, well, I think most of us anyway, starting to realise that that's something that we don't want to lose once restrictions lift. So it's finding that that balance between getting back to normal, but also retaining those those skills and that the advantages that we get from actually slowing down. Yeah, absolutely. So we're talking about mindfulness and, and slowing down, but can mindfulness also help to motivate you? It can. In fact, what it actually does is it, it does increase your productivity. And, and I think what, what research has shown is that it actually has um, changed, it changes your brain structure, so which is really kind of interesting. Wow. So, what and and that's after as little as five to ten days of actually practicing mindfulness, five minutes a day can lead to structural brain changes, and those changes relate to increases in productivity, um, alertness, attention, um, focus, memory, all of those kinds of things that we need to function well at work and at school. Um, those things can certainly be improved through regular practice of uh, mindfulness. So Leanne, it all sounds amazing. What's a good way for someone who wants to get started who's a total beginner? I think the best way to get started is to start small. Um, Like anything, break it down. So just start with five minutes a day and you can pick your five minutes. It can be while you're eating lunch. It can be before you go to bed, when you get up in the morning and just, you know, start to focus on your breathing. Um, Do some muscle relaxation and attach your attention to your body Um, and let your thoughts just wander. Don't be too hard on yourself. Um, and persevere. I think that the main problem is people kind of give up because it doesn't work straight away. So it is a skill like driving a car. So you do need to hang in there and persevere and then the benefits will come. Great. And so um, tell me a bit about Mindful Month with Smiling Mind. So Mindful Month with Smiling Mind is a really um, good way to get people involved and teaching them how to do mindfulness. So Canada commissioned some research which actually shows that one in 10 people uh, are actually doing mindfulness um, and more than half the population actually feel that it would be beneficial. So there are some obstacles there for people actually doing it. So Mindful Month with Smiling Mind is a way for people to actually get access to the Smiling Mind app um, and actually have some structured, I mean, they've got tons and tons and tons of exercises. So you can take your pick, pick one each day, pick a different one each day and learn the art of mindfulness and start to see the benefits. Great. Thank you so much for your time, Leanne. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you so much, Leanne. Head to bodyandsoul.com.au for more great content and be sure to swing by the Healthyish Australia Facebook page and say hi. I'll leave you as always with a quote. This one's from Germany Kent and it says, Think about every good thing in your life right now. Free yourself of worrying. Let go of the anxiety. Breathe. Stay positive. All is well. See you tomorrow, lovelies. I'm Sarah Lamarquin, Editor-in-Chief of Stella and host of our podcast called Something to Talk About. Every weekend we publish a new episode where you'll hear compelling personalities, strong opinions and thought-provoking conversations. I wanted to be able to do it in my time when I was ready and speak my truth when I was ready. The topic of when do I become a mum, that is in my mind 24-7. Search for Something to Talk About wherever you listen to your podcasts.